Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon, episode 86, the only two magic workouts. Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon, practical triathlon advice for everyday athletes. My name is Gerard. I coach people for Ironman, Half Ironman, and other endurance events. I can't coach everyone individually, so I created Mr. Smith's Iron Team as a way to benefit more people at a fraction of the price of individual coaching. If you'd like to find out more, listen into this podcast or search for Mr. Smith's Iron Team. Now, the last episode uh, was a bit of a different approach to uh, what I've been doing recently, was, was talking about one word for guaranteed success. And this is this one word, it's a, it's a mantra, it, it's a phrase, it's a word that reinforces to you, what you who you want to be, what you want to achieve. And you, you see it every day and you live it and you take on the meaning of this word. Um, I, I really like uh, someone on the team, Matt Oliver, who, who shared another way of doing that. It doesn't have to be just a word. Matt has a, uh, a, a visual thing, um, an, an Iron Man logo, which is his card key holder. And so, so yeah, it can be a symbol. It can be a picture that represents uh, what you want to achieve, who you want to be, something that inspires you. Lots of different ways to do it. But yeah, really, really effective. This week's discussion, a big, big promise, the only two magic workouts. And I wanted to talk about this because I I say fairly frequently there are no magic workouts. And in some ways there's not. But everyone's looking for these. They all want to know, well, if I do this bike workout at this level of effort, this many times, that's guaranteed to make me faster. So let's clear up this first and foremost, is that no, there's not. You're never going to find that one magic thing. The very biggest thing is always going to be consistency in your training over time and following a training plan. If you follow a training plan, you will have massively more success than just random exercise. And, And this doesn't even have to be one of my plans, I hate to say it, but... I think mine are pretty good, but the fact is there are a lot of good training plans out there. And so choosing one that looks looks and sounds right to you is so, so important. This is the secret. It doesn't matter if it's the best plan in the world, but if the if the structure, the approach, the what you're doing there doesn't suit you, you're not going to follow it. So you choose a training plan that looks good for you, sounds good to you, and you follow it that is the biggest thing in terms of your success. Okay, but that, that's enough of the generalization. I did promise the only two magic workouts. So let's see if I can deliver on that. Okay, the first magic workout is long, low intensity training sessions. Boring, I know. But but honestly, these things are so valuable. First of all, Let's be really clear that low intensity is a healthy place to do the majority of your training. If you are out there training and you are hammering it all the time, swim, bike and run multiple times a week, you're hammering in every session, you're surging, you're you're doing things, you're constantly putting your body under stress. 
Uh, that's got implications for heart health, for hormones, for the balance of stress and, and, and everything else in, in your body. So long, low intensity sessions are healthy. You're out there, sure you might be out there for a long time on your, on your bike or uh, into a run, but keeping that heart rate to the low intensity zone is healthy, so it's sustainable, so it can be done lots over time. It's, it's a key area where you develop your cardiovascular system. Okay, the, when you're putting in, when you're working harder at harder intensities, that does have benefits, but in a different way. But this, getting your cardiovascular system working and working efficiently at low intensity is always, always number one. Um, when you're working at low intensity, you're helping your body to develop its ability to burn fat. So that is something that is always going to fuel you for long endurance events. Is going to contribute to your performance. And something I was having a discussion with someone uh, a couple of weeks ago about mitochondria. It's a it's a term that's used thrown around quite a bit these days. And, and mitochondria they are these tiny things within cells in your body. They're described as the the powerhouse of your cells. And the, the mitochondria they take energy in, in different forms like oxygen, like fat, like carbohydrate, and they convert it into an energy that your your muscles can use to propel you along. Okay, so mitochondria, when you are training at low intensity, you are developing more mitochondria in your body. When you're training at harder intensities, then you are um, training those mitochondria to, to work better. Okay, so that the, the foundation is always, let's develop more of these things because they are always gonna help you in the long term. The more you have when you go training and you, you train them harder, the more they're gonna develop there. So having more of them in the first place is good. And like I said at, at the start of this, low stress on the body. Okay, It's not going to uh, put you into fight or flight mode. It's not going to overload stress hormones. It's gonna help you when when life is stressful enough, low intensity training is so, so valuable. So that is the number one magic workout, long, low intensity sessions. Learn to love them. They are fantastic. They are so enjoyable. When you don't have to go out there and feel like you're thrashing yourself all the time, you can look around and enjoy them and it's, it's just great. Okay, number two. The number two, or the second magic workout is heavy lifting strength work. That's right, it's not even a swim, bike or run workout. Strength work off outside of swim, bike and run training. So I said heavy lifting, let's just be clear that if you're gonna do any heavy lifting, heavy lifting strength work, you first need to have done other work to develop your body to prepare for that. You need to learn how to engage the right muscles to, to, uh, to use for this lifting. You need to learn how to hold your posture when you're fatigued, when you're tired. Have you ever seen uh, late stages of Iron Man? There is just about always um, someone out there in the dark, often an older person, kind of half keeled over because they've just run out of the strength to hold their posture. Holding, engaging the right muscles, holding your posture, so, so critical. And then moving through the right range of motion. Do you have the mobility 
to, to do these exercises that you're about to take on with the heavy lifting. So the, the, yeah, I, I'm talking here about heavy lifting being important, but you've got to have these layers that come first. So your all-round strength work is so important. Okay, but let's get into this heavy lifting. What it's actually about, when, when, you, when you're getting fatigued, imagine the, you, you can remember those times when you're out there riding your bike, maybe something very, very long that's extended you, maybe in a race, uh, when you're running, those times when you just, you, you just don't have the grunt anymore. Okay, you, you go to push the pedals harder or you try to um, come to a little rise in the road and you try to push up the hill and you're just flat. You can't, it's like going through mud, you can't push through it. When you're really fatigued, one of the first things that go goes is the ability of your muscles to produce force. So that's exactly what we want to train through this heavy lifting strength work. If we can train your muscles to be stronger, to produce, yeah, both produce more force, but also do it more often. You think every foot strike that you hit the ground, there is this very, very short moment where you hit the ground and you bounce off it again. You're producing force. And you're doing that so many times over and over again when you are running. Even at an easy effort, it's still a lot of force being generated every single step. So at some point, you're going to run out of the ability to, to generate that force. Heavy lifting strength work helps you to be stronger so you can generate that force for longer. So that's the number two uh, magic workout is heavy lifting strength work. Now here's the problem. I know a lot of people don't like or, or don't want to go to gyms or don't have the setup at home to do this. So there are some things that we can do in training to to help with that. There is a, a, a I put force a force workout into training plans for for a lot a lot of training plans on the bike. If you see a force workout on the bike what you'll see is that it's very short intervals. It's anywhere from 30 seconds to 60 second intervals where you're at a very low cadence, 40 to 50 RPM, and you are just cranking it as hard as you can. It is, it's super intense. You're, you're, you're not trying to hold back. You're going at maximum effort for all of those intervals. That's, that's as close as we can get to some replicating heavy lifting um, on a bike without being in the gym. Uh, with running, we can do some hill sprints where anywhere from 15 to 60, maybe 90 seconds, where you're just running running hard out up a hill, generating that extra force every single step. When we're swimming, uh, we can do it with paddles, just 25 metres at a time, maximum effort, paddles, generating force, every arm stroke generating force. So there are ways to do it that are not in the gym, and, and these are built into the training plans that I do uh, in, in various ways for, for different training plans at different levels different to suit different people. There are different variations on those. But so if we put those two magic workouts together, we are efficient from going long and low intensity. We've built that efficiency in our body. Then we've better built our strength from heavy lifting in the gym or these workouts where 
you are generating force, repeat, repeat and generating force in your body. So if you're strong and you can go long, you can do anything. That is that that is the foundation. That's the the thing that will set you up for the most success. So that's it. That's the the, the two magic workouts. And I don't know. Maybe this episode is being uh, like when you're on a search for the superfoods and you and you actually get, discover that broccoli is a superfood. Boring, but it's so true. It's the basic things, the foundational things that you can do day in day out, eating lots of broccoli, which is always going to be so much better for you than going out and hunting for that one magic twist on something that will change the world because it just won't. There we go. So that's enough of my my rant for today. Uh, Firstly, always find a training plan that you'll like and you'll use because following that is your biggest gain. But then after that, really focus on controlling the intensity and the purpose in your long sessions and making sure you are doing strength work to build up your ability to keep repeating force, to keep generating force when you are fatigued, when you are tired. Everything else, yeah, there's other workouts that are important, but these things, they are the most important for the long term. Good luck with them. 